1: All right, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. We have the full team here. Hopefully, Baylor uh, doesn't run into any technical difficulties this week. What's going on, man? Man, I have
2: no idea what that was. (laughs) I I really don't. I went straight to Apple after that, too. That's crazy. And they couldn't figure it out either. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And that background was coming
1: from none other than (laughs) Miss Mary Almonte's in the building. What's going on?
3: Hi. Me and my kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what's up. And then we also have Miss Low in the building, uh, working hey like guys. a slave over there,
4: like a slave doing <laughs> our
0: work.
1: <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> All right, so we got another jam-packed show uh, for you guys this week.
0: Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Radio. Radio.
1: And last week we talked about some Kodak black foolishness, so why not start right back off with the same shit? Uh, so he made comments about Laura London uh, being single and a widow, and saying he was going to be a fr- All types of weird, creepy shit. Um, just I don't, I don't. At this point, he needs someone to approve anything that comes out of his mouth. At this point, I don't know who he has around him who's just not advising him correctly. What did you guys uh, think about? these comments coming from Kodak Black. Whoever wants to take it first.
3: I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's like Low said last week. It's like, at this point, we're all just trying to mute him because mm-hmm. he's like, you already know he's a troll, and whatever he says is, you know, some fuck shit, basically. And, I don't know, to me, in that video, though, I mean, okay, so in the apology video, or whatever, the half-baked apology, you want to call that, he oh. seemed like he had been drinking, like, For sure, in that one. So kind of to your point, I think that nobody's censoring him because if he really did have a team that was checking for what he was putting out there, then they wouldn't let him go on, you know, record drunk and just rambling. So I don't know. I just feel like I don't know what comes next for him, though, because he's definitely getting canceled. I mean, obviously, Power 106, I mean, my hat goes off to them because... They did the right thing and, and took that move to say, you know what, we're not gonna support someone who's not sensitive or decent enough to at least respect this moment. So I actually feel like that was a that was a good move. Um but yeah, I mean he need I think I'm not down with the whole cancel culture, but I definitely think if anyone deserves it, it's him right about now. I
2: agree. All right. All right. I think it's gross. Don't forget the Trap House too. They took down. yeah, we're uh, oh, we
1: gonna talk about that yet. So Ti <laughs> removed his his stuff from the uh the Trap House, and Kodak even has some comments to that, saying he never approved his stuff to be in there. He doesn't give a damn about that music. Like at this point, Kodak is just out here bad, and I I don't know if he's gonna burn out quickly. But the thing that we see with like that's one one positive thing to come out of this. Like the way that hip hop bonded together like to defend Laura london and of course nipsey with all these comments like i don't know if kodak just wasn't prepared for that but again the dude just is not that intelligent man and uh Bale, i want to ask you this man can Can kodak come to la right now
2: uh on a serious note man it's, it's looking pretty bad um i think he got a house out here but um it's a green light and the sad part is it comes in the middle of this whole you know peace treaty that we got going on, good vibes going on uh you know uh the whole nine and and um it's not looking too positive for him and at this point, he can't be on c n n in front of a press conference with sharpton and and jesse on the side of him is that is pretty it's pretty much that bad, and that's personal text messages it's crazy man wow, and there's nothing I could do like I I took offense to it as well, but I'm like, yo, give him some time to um, at least come back with an apology. He came back with a half-ass apology, um, and yeah, those dudes is pretty uh pretty upset. He's emotional. The funeral is tomorrow. Um, after all those emotions is 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 going through, you know, I don't think they're gonna let that, you know, they not they're not gonna let that ride. Makes sense,
4: yeah. I think the worst part about it is that he doesn't realize how ignorant it was. Like he's confused. Like why are you guys talking to me like that? Like I didn't mean it like that, but you're being super insensitive and super ignorant.
2: Ugh, I can't stand him. But that's and the it, worst part about it to me. And you know what? Uh, I think he uh, you know, I I don't want I don't want to hear people giving him an excuse saying that um you know maybe he's a little slow and he didn't really know what he was saying that dude is pretty he's pretty smart he's pretty smart he knows what he's doing um at the at the same time like i don't I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't I don't know how he's going to um i don't know I don't even know if it's a comeback you know i just know is he may have some issues when he come to LA maybe not maybe they might let it blow over but as of right now it's not looking good You know, um, I I get I get him standing his ground when it came to, you know, like, you know, the T.I.s going online and and barking at him and stuff like that. You know, as a man, he's going to, you know, be in defense mode. But at the same time, like you got to address them separately, uh, you know, on the side of the uh, the uh, apology. So, you know, that's a whole nother thing. It's it's just sad. Like it, it, a
1: Kodak Black's rap talent alone. Uh, well, yeah, alone away from this, which I really doesn't think he. I don't think he has much. But it's just sad to see someone as young as this make bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. Like at some point, just stay the hell off social media. Like that may be the best thing for him for like a year. Honestly, is just to stay the fuck away from social media because every time he's on it, he puts his fucking foot in his mouth about something.
3: Mhm. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also think that his behavior is very representative of this I don't know, new little generation, kind of like what Davies response sort of uh, not Davies, sorry. What am I thinking? Um the game. The game's response to him kind of was like it's like this little young generation just has no respect and like nothing's off limits and they just kind of they're ruthless and I think that This generation respects that because it's representative of the mind frame that they have. And we're really starting to see this like clear divide between generations in terms of hip-hop and just, I feel like, culture in general now. So it's kind of interesting to see. I mean, at least on Twitter, I feel like you kind of see who supports him. I mean, I think right after that one, it's hard for anyone to support him. But with some of his foolery before, it was kind of like, all right people of a certain age are not so appalled by him. And then people above a certain age are like, get him the fuck out of here. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it kind of shows the, the generational gap, so to speak. So,
1: yeah. Well, Very true. Yeah, I agree. Any, any comments left on Kodak black before we move on?
2: You know, a lot of the people that's defending him is, and it's sad to say, um, some people have actually admitted it is because, the amount of love and respect that Nipsey is getting within the past, you know, week, week or so. Um, and that's in, that's including the, the cancellation of his records being played on a radio station out here, one of our major radio stations, the Trap House thing as well, and the green light that was, you know, that was put on his head uh, by Nipsey's neighborhood. So with all that, you know, going on, and the amount of respect and love he's been getting throughout the you know uh, throughout the states, a lot of people would just be like, you know, it's it's a little too much. They're doing they're doing too much. Like we're on this uh, you know culture cancellation thing once again, um, and you know, I mean, some people are some people aren't taking it as serious as others.
1: Yeah, and that says a lot about like the the state of like. The age we live in now, like some people just see shit like this and just think like, "Oh, it's no big deal. Why are everyone making a big deal about this?" Like, at the time where Laura London is is dealing with the death of her husband, the funeral, mourning to even say anything like that playfully is just in bad taste. Um, mm. and I think that's that's where a lot of the backlash is coming from. It's like, let this woman mourn more so than anything. It's just let her mourn. And he kind of took that away. Not not took it away, but he just shed a light on it that didn't need to be shed at all, especially during this time. Mhm. True. Yeah. We're going to move on to kind of more positive news. So, you know, as we're talking about Kodak just not really having guidance, Jim Jones announces that he's launching a consultant firm for rap rookies. Now, it wasn't a lot of details that come out about this. Um, but just the fact that someone, an elder statesman in, in the industry is, has even thought about doing something like this. And we know uh, Jay-Z with Roc Nation, he does mentor a lot of people and take people under his wing and help them. But it's it's still good to see someone like a Jim Jones step out of this. And Jim Jones, someone who probably could have uh, benefited from this himself early on in his career, I think it's positive. Because I think as crazy as Jim Jones has been and um, Dipset and everything that's going on with that, he has a lot of knowledge that he can pass on to probably the younger generation. So I, for one, appreciate something like this. Uh Merrill, I'll come to you first on this one. What do you think about that?
3: Um, I mirror your sentiments. I actually think so. I've actually met him personally on a few occasions, and he's a an all-around cool dude, which you wouldn't think he would be because the whole dipset persona is so hard, you know, but Um, He actually does. He's very wise. He's an elder statesman, like you said, of the game. And I think I think it'll be a good thing. But now let's just see if the youngins actually want to listen to somebody. But that's another conversation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is low. What do you think? Um,
3: I couldn't find a lot about
4: the launch, but um, I think it should be interesting. Obviously, he's been in the game for a, a long time, so he has some some jewels to give out. Um, so I think it'll be nice to, to see him reach out in that way. We'll see what happens, especially when we get more details.
1: Yeah. And it announces the first like artist he's working with or something. I'd I'd, be more to come out at that point. Uh, Bailey, what do you think?
2: You know, it had me thinking like, uh, maybe some of that, maybe some of that game that, uh, Dame Dash had rubbed off on him. And he was learning all that time. Um, Donald, the one thing that I'm interested in seeing is who else is going to follow, like, follow behind him, because that's just one person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I but do- it's a good move, though.
3: It would be dope if there was some kind of like hip hop coalition or council formed by, um, you know, like, there needs to be some sort of governing body, so to speak, of the game. And I also think that. We're in this weird position right now where hip-hop is aging as a culture, right? And, like, when we were all kind of coming up, it was still sort of in its adolescence. And now yeah. it's, like, <laughs> kind of, you know, we middle-aged if we were, you know, giving it a persona. And I definitely think there needs to be some sort of, I don't know, like I said, council, I, I guess, is the only word. Like, we need, like, a hip-hop NAACP or National <laughs> Action Network. I don't know. Like but, a real firm. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe he'll take
3: crime. on Kodak Black. Right. Oh like he would be he would have been banned already. If that... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And that's who should say who's canceled and who gets to stay. Right. Just saying.
2: That's a good idea. We might have to pitch that. You gotta keep that. Take right. that out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Let it> out. <laughs> Get we'll a petition signed for this
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next topic. This one, I just I really, I kind of stayed out of the Tierra Marie 50 Cent thing because it was a little too oh gossipy for God. me. But the fact that she dropped a diss track, I'm like, this got to go on the list. So this track, <laughs> I ain't got it. They try
0: to break me down, I tell them mine ain't stopping. I get my life on TV screens, I bet you watching. I've been through hell and back, oh yeah, bitch, I'm back popping. And if they ever tell me quit, that ain't an option. Oh, you think you getting I ain't got it Oh you think you gettin' I ain't got it Oh you think you gettin' now Oh you think you gettin' now Oh you think you gettin' oh, I ain't got it No I ain't got it, oh boy I'm poppin' I'm takin' off like a rocket For 30,000, that's what y'all loan Y'all some lame mass niggas I'm a Detroit bitch Fuck these hatin' assholes Tell them all get off my am going to go and do it, I'ma do it And that's all can't wait till I'm 50 just to go and ball So what you wanna do Come and bully you Fuck them other niggas whole savage I'm a try to break it down I tell them mine, stop stopping I, I stopping. get my life on TV screens I bet you watching you watch. I've through hell and back Oh yeah bitch I'm back popping oh, And if they, they ever tell me, tell me quit That ain't
1: a I <laughs> Baylor just cause of your reaction I gotta come <laughs> to you first On this one man go ahead
2: <laughs> Hayes, when 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 I when I when I listened to it when it first came on, I was so mad at you. I said you really put this on, and I got to listen to it all the way through. The only thing I got out of that, she was like, "I'm from Detroit." I was like, "Okay, that's cool." That was about it. Yeah, that was this about is it. Bad look. The best response sometimes is no response.
1: Especially the fi- the thing is like at this point, point, fifties troll ability is higher than anyone right now period like he doesn't even have to come out with music anymore he just trolls the shit out of people to death this is just not a good look in my opinion at all but (laughs) i wanted to talk about i wanted to get everybody's reaction love what about you
4: i just feel like they're flirting like at this point it just seems like they like each other and it's really weird that we have to see this unfold like like talk about it amongst yourselves i don't know But I did listen to the track. Actually, I got through about 20 seconds of it. And was (laughs) like, nah. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) I just always thought she was so corny. Even on, like, Love & Hip Hop, she's whack. Yes. I was completely uninterested. And I think 50 Cent is just... You look like a chick arguing with Tier Marie. Like, (laughs) put 50 Cent on Love & Hip Hop. This
2: is how I feel. There'll be, be a be lot morning. of water thrown on people
3: and <laughs> wine and glasses <laughs> thrown
1: Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mary, what do you think?
3: I mean, I respect 50 on a lot of levels. Um, I mean, I actually think he's a really um, intelligent businessman. And, you know, I mean, he definitely earned his place um, as one of the greats in hip-hop. But he's always been messy and just always, I don't know, a troll, too, to an extent. So... Yeah, I kind of put it under that file. And it, I agree with Lo. Like, Tiara Marie was not even one of the more entertaining storylines on Love and Hip Hop. So it's like, please stop trying to be relevant.
2: <laughs> she had one solid single back in the day, though. I think
1: yeah. it was like the first one. Yeah, yeah, it was the first one. Yeah, Jay-Z was, was in the video. Yeah. That was
4: yeah. so long ago. She sells yeah. Blazers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> about the blazers <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh man she's just yeah i and like you, like lo said I she was never a talented artist in my opinion at all uh it's just just go away it's okay like and that's i guess this is where the problem is when people have nothing really to, to lean back on after their music commu- their music career goes away and then we just get them just popping up in every damn thing and it's just like go Find something to do. Find a craft. Sell your blazers. I don't know. Expand it to cardigans. I don't know what 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 comes after that, but something because this ain't it.
4: Yeah,
1: this ain't it. Agreed. <laughs> 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 All right, we're gonna take our first break. Uh, we'll come right back after this.
2: What up, everybody? This is Scoop Grady. This is your boy AB. Make sure y'all check out the Inside Scoop the second of every Wednesday. Make sure y'all check us out. Yeah, man, we dropping this shit every other Wednesday, man, at eleven motherfucker o'clock, please kill kill
1: double fucking kill alright and this topic I put on here because I know Baylor really wants to talk about this I know for a fact he does Cardi B reaches triple platinum <laughs> 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 what, what What do you was it well deserved Baylor what do you think man about Cardi B going triple platinum in 2019
2: I mean, great success you know um I, I i guess it's well deserved yo shout out to cardi see how you're working just keep your mouth closed because so you won't get in trouble anymore <laughs>
1: hey i love cardi's album so i, I for one i don't know if it, if it triple i i need to see a list against people who are like albums she sold more than because i like i know she, for a fact she sold more than daytona that is a little bit of a travesty to me. But uh I mean she she deserved it for what she's done and her fan base at this point it's it's reached like beehive level. Like you can't you can't say anything bad against Cardi without backlash. Um okay. she has, she, she's, dealing,
2: she's dealing with two different right. fan bases though. She you know, that's she got true. the hip hop side and she she's mingled over there in the pop side too. So you know, that's a large crowd over there. Well, Where, whereas Pushy T. You know, you know where his main fan yeah. fan club comes from. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that timing is everything, right? And I almost feel bad for like Nikki and some of the more talented female MCs that came before Cardi because it wasn't the time of like the female MC like it is now. I mean, it's not even just Cardi. Now there's so many other dope female MCs that are experiencing success in the game that I feel like even if it was like three years ago, it wasn't the time for. So, I mean, it's funny because just before we hopped on, as you may have seen in my Instagram stories, we were having a little party in here, me and my kids. And um, my daughter has a rather eclectic playlist. And a little mama song came on, which you know, bit of a throwback, but not for nothing. I was like, yo, she actually was kind of, she had bars. If she would have dropped now, she probably would have gotten somewhere instead of having <laughs> been known as like the chick who had one or two songs. You know what I mean? So I think that, yeah, I mean, Cardi's success. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely, and we've kind of touched upon this before. There's some kind of lovable element to a personality, right? It's almost like she's I don't know the word effervescent, like everybody just loves her. Um, a good, bad, or indifferent. I think she could right now admit that she bodied somebody and everyone would be like, well, everyone has a past, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, but at the end of the day, um, you know, is she the most talented as an MC? Definitely not for me. Um, I mean, and again, Invasion of Privacy was a dope album. I'm not going to act like I don't rock some of those joints still and they didn't make my playlist, but I just feel like there were so many more ill female MCs that came right before her that it just feels like it wasn't the time for female MCs to be embraced in the culture and they have not experienced that success. So I can understand why some other, you know, female MCs are, are probably salty right now because it's like... She's the one that's going to do it out of everybody. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Yeah. But congrats to her. Anyway, I mean, look, power to the women. So I'm all about it. I don't care less about a Cardi B.
4: I'm sorry. I just don't care for her. Like, I'm proud of her. Like, of course, I'm going to be proud. And I love what she did for female or, yeah, female rap. Um. I feel like she kind of started the wave of all the female rappers coming out, which is exciting for me because I love that type of ratchet music. But her kind of ratchet music, I can't get with it. There was one song on that whole album that I liked, and that was Bickin' Head.
1: Yeah. I loved Invasion of Privacy, but it was which, all
2: right. wh- wh- which was which uh, song was it? It was Bickin' Head. <laughs> I like to join with Kalani. I'm so I'm so
1: surprised that has not been the same. Like when that album came out, I just knew Bick and head was going to be like a summer anthem and it wasn't.
4: It was a summer anthem in my group of friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, mean congrats.
1: Yeah. Cardi's worked hard as hell. Um so that and and the thing is she's still evolving as an artist, but Kind Of to Mary's point, like while I did enjoy Invasion of Privacy for what it is, to see Cardi reach this height and to see someone, for example, like Rhapsody, who is not just a dope female MC, she's a dope MC, period, point blank. Period. You can, like, bar for bar, put her up with any guy. I don't give a damn. Rhapsody is dope. Um, she's probably
2: the best in the game,
1: yeah. Uh, No Name, who I don't think No Name oh, gets enough attention at all, is no what Name. she does as, as an artist. And
2: You know, so I don't want
1: to like really shit on Cardi because I think she she's worked her ass off and I enjoy her music for what it is. But I think this is a sign that rap isn't just for hip hop heads anymore. If there's nothing more evident like then then Cardi B's rise, it should it should prove it like it's not about lyricism. It's not about any of that anymore. It's about a wave. It's about a vibe, whatever the young people want to call it. And. Maybe one day we'll get into a conversation over what that really means for the industry as a whole. But as it stands right now, I mean, Cardi's done everything in her first year that you can possibly imagine. Like, I mean, residency in Vegas, like she's, she's done everything. And so, you know, just to end it on this one, where do you guys see her career going from here? Because honestly, she's kind of reached the heights that I would almost have, have imagined for her career all, already. I don't know what what comes next for her. But, you know, I mean, maybe you guys have more of an insight for that. Who wants to take that one first?
2: She's going to do movies. She's going to do movies, uh, pop up on a couple of shows. Um, But you know what? I got another question. Um, It pertains to her, too. I think she needs at least two more albums. Um, We never really talk about the top ten female artists of all time. I've never really heard that brought up. Because it'd be interesting where they where they place these women at. You know? And then that will start that'll start the talks and the separation of if you don't think Cardi B is that hot, she might not make that top ten. And and truth be told, as of right now, with a with a dope album, she has a great marketing team, a great writer, her beat selections is nice. She's not in my top ten.
0: Yeah, yeah. nothing. Th- <laughs> yeah and
3: i think
1: that that's what people like where people's personal tastes come from how you rated top 10 because for me it's about the bars it's not just about like the music or if i could dance to it or any of that like it it, it all boils down to the bars for me and if if i'm doing the top 10 that's going to be my criteria And she definitely doesn't make my top 10
3: i agree no she wouldn't be in mine very well y'all know that <laughs> I mean, I think that what really has contributed a lot to her success, and again, I think you touched on this a bit before, Lo, is that she has some anthems, right? Like, Bodak Yellow. It's like, I mean, that's like a, you know, you could play the first couple of bars and not even, and you, are, everyone's already like, you little bitch. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Wait, they're like, what, Mary? Shut up. I will never do that again. Um, I can't repeat it, but... But yeah, so I think that that has contributed a lot to her success. Um, and then again, it's her personality. She's just marketable. I mean, the mm-hmm. little, you know, like her little antics are cat. Like, I mean, look at the Pepsi commercial. That if that, like they have Pepsi doing oh like what? I mean, to me that that was like she knew she knows she made it. She broke some new ground with that. So. Um, it's kind of like you said, where else does she go? And it's not like back in the day when somebody was like a big star, you'd start seeing them in all the TV shows you watch because network TV isn't even like situated like that anymore where, you know, people are all tuning in. Like, I remember you'd see like a football player make like an appearance on like Martin or Urkel and it would be like, oh, look who that is. But like, that doesn't <laughs> happen anymore. Um, I don't know. I mean, she has that movie coming out with J-Lo about the stripper hose, so... I
2: know.
3: There's that. Um, <laughs> if she was smart, she would invest in some strip clubs and start a damn chain of them herself. Yo, Mary,
2: you got to stop this. You put out too many gyms right now.
3: I know. If, if people start doing these things, we need to charge a consulting <laughs> fee. we <laughs> But honestly, like I think, if she clearly, she has a good team around her in terms of, like you said, marketing. In terms of, like, actually pushing her product. But let's see if she has a good, you know, business team around her that's going to get her making some investments that are going to last longer than her music. Because I don't know about her music really having that longevity.
1: Well, there you go. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe in the long run, we'll see Cardi B is like the the female version of Uncle Luke.
3: Mm, I hope not. Have you seen <laughs> He looks like
2: death. Right <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I miss oh, Lady God. of Rage though. I miss Lady of Rage. I miss the brat, uh MC Light. Like I miss those. I, I missed yes. the one right there.
0: Yeah. But
3: you. that's the question, right? If they were to have dropped now, would they be on a whole other plateau? Because I mean, you have to really be a hip-hop head to really know of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't Mm -hmm. like this mainstream wild success that Cardi... I mean, think about it. Everybody knows Cardi. Somebody's Mm -hmm. grandmother, somebody's five-year-old. Like, people are quoting her. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... I mean, I was on some... I rock rough and tough with my Afro
0: pups.
3: But, but, I mean, I grew up listening to hip-hop. So I feel like, you know, they're kind of all compartmentalized
1: there I and, I, and, I, and i think with hip-hop too it's always like it's with like women in hip-hop and white rappers there's always been this thing where we can only have one at a time mm-hmm. like, Yeah, it, even when like it was eve foxy little like they they were never really all popping at the same time they kind of all had their specific moments yeah, and uh-huh. then they went away and mm-hmm. now I think we're getting into the time where it doesn't have to be like that, and mm-hmm. you know that ultimately I hope goes in the long run. I think I think with music, it kind of always in some way the 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 lyricists, the real artists get shine from it. It may not ever be at the heights that Cardi does, but now that more people are open to women MCs in general, and it didn't start with Cardi. I think you know Nicki had had her hand in it as well. Um, hopefully we we keep seeing the evolution of that. And we just see it pop more and more towards not even we don't even label them as female MCs. They're just MCs. And I hope that's where we get.
3: Word. I'm with that, too. And another thing to kind of point out is that you just made me think of this when you had mentioned Foxy, Eve and like Lil' Kim. They were all like the first ladies of their crew. They were yeah. not like standing alone. Right. It was like Eve was the first lady of Rough Riders. And then. You know, Kim was down with bad boy. It wasn't like they were, like, standalone the way the females are now. So, I mean, it's progress, like you just said. So, let's see. Yeah.
1: Let's take yeah. that for what it is. But talk about progress. Beyonce and Adidas announcing this new partnership. Um, It, it also includes the re- relaunch of her Ivy Park brand. But I think even before we get into that, I, it's a good positive story that I think she originally had this meeting with Reebok. There were no black people in the meeting other than her, so she nicks that deal. Move over to Adidas, which Adidas and Reebok are owned by the same parent company. So take that for what it is. But this deal, I, this is this is a power move. What do you guys think about this one?
2: Hell yeah, it's a power move. That was mm-hmm. that was a message sent straight to Nike saying we right there.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: Adidas uh got like what thirty three million followers. Beyonce has tripled that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was a that was a phenomenal move, and I, I just want I want to be a part of that marketing team because I could just imagine them like sticking her in commercials, any sport commercials because they have been Adidas have been working on their commercials as of lately, especially in sports commercials. I can just imagine what they're gonna do
3: with her. Yeah, I'm thinking it's about to be uh, stripes over checks pretty soon.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <Curious. Bye.
3: laughs>
4: Um. I don't. I don't get it. Just don't make shoes,
2: Beyonce. Please don't make no shoes. Yes. I think that, and I think that's what. <laughs> oh, I coming. think that's going to be the number it's one coming. thing that they're going to do. Is going to be the shoes. She might come out with some cute uh, gazelles or something like that. Oh my God, no. <laughs> so I love I, Ivy Park, though.
3: Yeah, I like Ivy Park, but I will say that Beyonce is another one that can do no wrong in society to me because her House of days were. Uh, cringeworthy. Like when her mom was styling Destiny's Child, it was the stuff of nightmares. That's uh, exactly where my my mind went to. Was like right. I'm, on. I'm like shit. But <laughs> don't give me no. Beyonce is that bitch for me for sure. Like she could wear a trash bag and still like at- I'd be like okay Beyonce like right. I might have to get a trash <laughs> bag. But I don't know. I'm kind of I can't say I've always loved the style choices if she was not the one wearing it. So let's see where that goes. Well, we got to find
2: out who's at, who's exactly the desi- who who were the designers back then, because I mean, if we're talking about shoes, you know, Adidas just got uh, two Nike uh, creators over there, so Get you out. Know, and that,
0: Uh-oh. yeah, 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 and their okay. shoes their
2: shoes has been doing pretty 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 damn good. Yeah,
3: I could see that. I mean, no. one one thing I will say is I'm very inspired by what she did by walking out of that Reebok meeting because there's no diversity. Yeah. Um, I mean, I actually wanted to put it into practice in my everyday life this week, but then I was like, nah, I kind of need money, so let me not do that. But <laughs> but I mean, I'm without saying too much, I'm actually consulting um, in the marketing department for a national brand whose average consumer is like a 50-year-old white woman. And they're looking to target 18 to 34-year-old multicultural audiences. But everybody in the room was white and older. And I I almost wanted to be like, this must be what Beyonce felt like. This meeting's over. But, you know, I'm just married, so can't do that. But, yeah. Because yeah, you, you,
1: you can't walk away from that and still be a quadruple millionaire. So.
3: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's that.
1: <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean this. I'm I'm really excited to see what comes out of this deal. I have a daughter that absolutely loves Beyonce, so I'm sure it's gonna be some madness around the Johnson household. I'm I don't need to spend (laughs) no more money, none, no more. Um,
2: (laughs) at least she didn't go to uh, and I think we gotta thank we gotta thank the good Lord for that, because if she would've went to Nike, I'd have been over
1: with. Oh, that would've been
2: it. Yeah, that'd have been unfair.
1: We're going to get into another break. When we come back, we got one topic to talk about. And then after that, we're going to get back to our Hip Hop Madness bracket. So we'll see you guys right after this. Alright, and we're back. So this one, um, this was interesting. This one just randomly popped up. Honestly, as I was putting together the topic list last night, it just came across my uh my Google alerts. I have Google alerts set for Kendrick Lamar, don't judge me. Um, but <laughs> but um that came so a a snippet, and it was literally like 10-15 seconds of an unreleased verse. Uh, from element.
3: Spur. I
4: Playtime, think as as got I can make them respect you baby. It's not Playtime, my job. You're finally famous for who you date, not how you rhyme, boy.
1: apparently shots at Big Sean. Now, as most people know, since control it's 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 been reported to be a little tense between those two. It hasn't really been anything outside of what some people say are shots back and forth between one another. But this was interesting to hear. I personally don't think this is necessarily directed at Big Sean, even though that's kinda of how it's been built. What do you guys think about this one? Have you heard it and what do you think?
2: <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I want something to happen, but you know, um I don't, I don't. <laughs> I just, I just want a good back and forth. I don't I personally don't really like Big Sean that much, but I think he's talented. And I just want to see somebody pick at Kendrick and see what's gonna happen.
4: No, what? nobody <laughs> wants nothing with Kendrick. Like on, nobody
2: wants anything with Kendrick. But go ahead. <laughs> oh man, I just want a good battle rap. We know it's not going to leave It's not, not going bet- it. to be good though between Big Sean and Kendrick. Well, Big Sean got to step up. No, you got to step up. It's time. I feel like I feel like they just pushing each other before the fight. You know how they just keep pushing. Well, you swing. No, you swing. No, you swing. So. I don't know. I don't think there's any beef. I
4: think Kendrick just tries to keep everybody on their toes.
2: That's a good point. I like yeah.
4: that. Yeah. So I can understand why he didn't release that uh, that verse. Yeah. But I don't. Nobody wants it with Kendrick, like y'all said. Please don't. Please don't start nothing. Man.
3: I just think I wouldn't want if there is going to be beef. I don't want it between Kendrick and and Big Sean. I feel like we need all the good dudes out here that we have. Like, I don't want them tearing each other down. Like, why doesn't Kendrick needs to get Kodak, <laughs> not yeah, not someone else that we respect? <laughs> well, I don't I would, think it'll be.
0: I don't think it'll be.
2: I don't think it'll be, be personal. You think it'll be personal? That's the thing. I,
1: I I want a lyrical sparring match. Like, I don't want no beef to the point where they fight when they see each other and anything like that. But just for the sport of hip-hop, I would enjoy seeing it.
2: I mean, the perfect outcome would be maybe one or two songs by each, and then they eventually do a song and it's over with. I'm cool with that. Leave Kendrick alone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, nobody wants it with Kendrick. (laughs) Nobody in the game right now wants anything with Kendrick Lamar. I wholeheartedly believe that. Like after the whole control thing, that was the only time we really seen anything directed at Kendrick. Nobody wants anything with Kendrick at all. After that BET freestyle, I just knew Drake was gonna respond. He didn't. Nobody wants anything with Kendrick.
2: We know Drake won't be responding to anybody now.
1: Oh yeah, that's done. That's done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Jay
1: Prince.
4: Drake like that.
1: (laughs) Oh no, Drake did himself like that. It man, listen story yeah. out of Don is, is the best disc of this generation, period. Probably. Oh, what?
2: Golly, that's bad. Shout out to Drake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything left on this one before we get into our hip-hop brackets? No. Nah. No. All right. This one is... I don't know how this is going to go, man. I've, I've been stressing all week about this so I'm not even going to lie. It's only two matches, but I just... I. First, we got Wu Tang. (laughs) Wu Tang versus Outcast. Just the fact that I said that, I'm not going first on this. I'm letting y'all know right now. There's no way in hell. So take it. Whoever wants it can take it. Mary, you can go first.
2: Yeah, for sure. Can a question? You already know.
3: (laughs) But I will say that I feel like this is unfair. (laughs) And I said (laughs) that last week too. Like, I don't like this little random algorithm thing we're trusting this to because. I don't I don't think Wu-Tang and Outkast should ever even be compared. And I have the utmost respect for Outkast. I, I I just it, it doesn't feel good, but I have to say I'm going with the Oh. Ooh. Okay.
1: Hello.
3: I'm going Outkast.
4: Um <laughs> I have a lot of family in Atlanta. So growing up we always spent the summers out there and Outkast just reminds me of my childhood. It's everything. All summer, ain't no thing
2: but a chicken wing. <laughs> like I, I'm not. I
1: can't go against Outkast. My choice. <laughs> Baylor Hayes. All right, I'll go. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take it. Uh, so my way in coming into this is I, I looked at it this way: who, if someone's music was taken away from my life, who would I miss the most?
2: Oh, you a cold cat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so while I have the utmost respect for Outkast, Outkast is on my playlist. I love what they've done musically from the start to finish and how they've evolved as artists. But for me personally, in my life, Wu Tang is the best rap group of all time. Period. Point blank. I gotta go with Wu Tang here.
2: <laughs> oh my heart. <laughs> no, cuz we got to go to social media now cuz I got outcast.
4: Oh, okay. mm-hmm.
2: yes. <laughs> we got to go to social media. Yeah. Right. And if, right. and if we and if we really want to start uh a fight in the hallway, I mean Andre 3000 is better than anybody on that Wu-Tang roster. You know? I said it. it.
3: I, I will agree with that. Okay. I will agree with that, but as a group, Wu wins.
1: Okay, uh,
2: (laughs) because by the the,
3: the same comparing bodies of work, I'll give you the Thirty Six Chambers. Like
1: I'll give you that Andre is probably the best artist singularly out of any of these the people in either group. But everyone in Wu Tang is head and shoulders better than Big Boy.
2: That's and they got is by far. Like a top five song in in music history. Exactly. You gotta love you gotta love Cream. Uh, but Outkast did they made you dance?
3: Yeah. And they, they
2: made you dance.
3: And they made you think. I mean, there were that I album had a lot of reflective moments <laughs> for me. I mean, they touched yeah. upon a lot of controversy in an entertaining way, which was actually like a, a skill that not everybody has. Listen, I'm like I said, I'm a Outkast. I stand, but mm-hmm. we we can't go against the grain here.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So this one's going to be left up to social media. So if you listen to this, there will be a poll up on the Breaks Radio Twitter and the Breaks Media Twitter. My personal social media, I'm sure everyone here is going to be posting it as well. The, we need to get all these votes in because last time Baylor oh, uh, please, claimed please. that no, there were I'm there the- were votes left on the table. We need all these votes in.
2: I'll take, it from here. I'll take it from here <laughs> because I feel like there was a lot of locks ballots left on the side of the road in Florida as usual <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> so I'm making sure I'm tallying all mine up
1: alright cool there you go there you have it so uh, moving on to the next one this one may be deadlock too a tribe called quest versus NWA <laughs> no it's not <laughs>
3: this well, is unfair also <laughs> this is very this unfair. is very unfair <laughs>
2: <laughs> whos going the with? Midnight
4: Riders is my favorite album okay so, of all time period okay so i'm going with tribe
2: oh my that hurt my heart
4: i'm <laughs> sorry Baylor
2: <laughs> hey he said it best you know if you took something away would, he, would you miss it I'm not gonna miss a Tribe Called Quest. I'm not gonna miss them. Get out. I'm not
3: gonna miss them. Really? I think this is a matter of location.
2: Oh yeah, a hundred yards. That's and true. Too.
3: Yeah, but don't get me yard. wrong. Like I would miss NWA. I'm. I can't even say that. But it's the Tribe, y'all. <laughs> for me. Oh,
2: this is haze. Come on. Okay. <laughs>
1: so this was. This one was. I'm not gonna lie. So this one was hard for me because with NWA, I always think about. Like NWA's Legacy and everything that came out of NWA more than just the group. So if we're judging it just off NWA solely projects versus a Tribe Called Quest albums, musically, a Tribe Called Quest music is more timeless than NWA's music.
2: Okay, so what you're saying?
1: I'm voting (laughs) for a Tribe Called Quest here. Oh and my this hurts.
2: lord!
1: Oh. <laughs> oh my
2: lord!
1: Um, and my my thinking behind that is is that I just I feel like at any point in time, no matter what I'm doing, I could listen to the Tribe Called Quest album. I feel like NWA. It just while their music is also timeless and it's classic and everything that they did as far as their movement and what they stood for back then. It was amazing, and I don't think hip-hop would be in the place where it is right now if it wasn't for NWA, so I want to say that. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to remove my personal attachment to NWA's music and just judge it off just the music, just the music solely, and Tribe's music is just, it's it's more solely it to me, bro. I gotta go, Tribe Called question, man.
4: Come on, Electric Relaxation. Even when Q-Tip like branched off, the Renaissance was like everything. Come on, think about it. <laughs> Just
1: think about Baylor it. Is biased. He's Baylor is not Baylor
2: is hurt right now. They, man. There's
4: no that way, like, but I am to the wool.
2: So. You think I'm not about to promote Outcast? So tough
0: this whole week. <laughs> oh,
2: no. oh, oh, oh boy, okay, personal. let me tell you. You know what? That's okay. I seen this
1: comment. <laughs> oh, man. Let me ask you something, out. Baylor. Do you think if you weren't from California, do you think you would have voted the same way? Be honest.
2: Um, probably not. <laughs> you know, a lot of our personal feelings is in this. I mean, when you listen never, to it, I mean, it's yeah. personal. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of biasness in there. Lakers is doing bad. You know, UCLA got a bad coach. You know, it's a lot of things. Magic going on. quit
1: randomly on y'all. Magic like...
2: quit on us. God damn. <laughs> we need something. <laughs> you got LeBron, though, man. I said we need something.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So that sets up the finals. The Tribe Call Quest is in the finals versus either Wu Tang or Outcast. It's up to you guys, the listeners, uh, to get this one through, man. And I'm just kind of glad this is out of our hands. So whatever happens here, whoever gets eliminated, we can blame it on the listeners. That's that's
2: how I feel about this one. Watch how fast I switch sides if uh if um <laughs>
4: <laughs> You can't do that. <laughs>
2: Look, I'm telling you right now that if um if Outcasts lose, then I'm Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang forever. <laughs>
3: I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs>
0: I'ma I'm a oh. hop,
2: I'm
1: hop, I'm hop back on that train so fast. Oh man, I feel like if Wu Tang eventually wins this tournament, I feel like uh Mary should just take over as the main host for an episode just to go ahead and just throw in as many Wu Tang references as she can do as she can get in for the week.
3: <laughs> nah, how about I get some of the Wu to come and co <laughs> host with us? Well shit. I mean if right? you got that type of pool. <laughs> I mean, I know some people who know some people. Well, that's the other thing, right? Staten Island's a really small place. So, yeah. True. yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's it. That's episode for this week. I think we pissed y'all off. I, uh, well, maybe we didn't. Y'all get to vote. So, that's it. Anyone want to leave us with any parting words? If not, give us your social media. You
4: can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at my underscore names underscore low. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on, eh. salty Baylor.
2: Man, you can follow me at Baylor the Great anywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely in LA. You know, a hundred yards and running, niggas for life.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's about it, man.
1: Oh man, Mary.
2: She uh, on mute. I can't. There you go
3: okay you hear me now yep okay so then you can vote for wu-tang at miss mary Monte,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you guys can follow me at ceo hayes but more importantly you can also follow us collectively at the breaks radio on twitter and at the breaks media on ig that has been it this has been another episode we will see you lovely and beautiful people next week peace
2: you waiting for daddy, will be long. Shot, be coming to you. dirty, i
0: five. Slow taking it easy, I don't want to keep me Now
2: the wind blows as I'm at five. and she's good with a six pack of that cold 45, just like I should. And if I could, I will, I might. Hip-hop. If things go right, I'm gonna cut this <laughs> nice, so I get a call. From this Run this brawl, When the game like she ain't ready. But still, indeed, she on her knees, keeping things steady. Like Betty Crocker, the face doctor. just said she's with passion. So now she bragging, lagging behind What questions she now be asking. So time is passing, now I'm on. I'm gone, living in the world of. So I suppose it's going down deep in your city. Cause in these parts ain't nothing but hard times. And I started, please, really. I know you're waiting for that.